Stoneforge Mystic, Delver of Secrets, Deathrite Shaman, Urza Saga, Ragavan, Nimble Pilfer, Misk and Boo, Timeless Heroes, and Orcish Bowmasters. What do all of these cards have in common? They each fundamentally change the way we play Legacy. Let's ignore the legality of some of these cards in this rogues gallery of Legacy's most format warping cards and focus on their impact on the format. Stoneforge Mystic offered Death and Taxes, a Legacy power level option to both control the game and then end it. Delver of Secrets overhauled the blue cantrip and counterspell base that is most blue decks nowadays, a boogeyman surely to be feared and respected. Deathrite Shaman warped the Colorfy for black, mid-range, and tempo decks. It allowed them to skip the early turns of the game and then close out the game in a more grindy meta. Urza Saga, similar to Delver and Stoneforge Mystic, would create a new archetype and package that would be synonymous with its inclusion in any build. Ragavan's early swings prioritized turn 1 and in some cases turn 0 interaction. Removal had to get lower to the ground and appear in your opener if you wanted to compete in that now cursed meta. Mitskin Boo offered a finisher that allowed 4-color pile to compete at a mid-range level. The format was sorely lacking game-ending plays that could allow players to catch back up. It was also an amazing complement to Oro's ability to stabilize and ramp you, offering a foil to decks that traditionally time-walked you with days. Orcish Bowmasters changed the way Blue Xerox decks approached the game, and it also led to a resurgence of black-based and supported fair decks that were sorely lacking at the time. And finally, we have Wilds of Eldraine's Beseech the Mirror. This card totally ravaged European Legacy Masters in ways not seen since Genghis Khan ravaged Oshman's Sporting Goods in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Taking down a major event within 24 hours of it being legal to play is quite a feat. The deck archetype that employed it was not even on the radar of most players. I can't even find it on the metagame list of MTG Goldfish. You can find it in the link below though on our mock field. But what does this deck do? Why was it so powerful? And how did it leverage victory over some of the best decks and players amongst our friends across the pond? A little history. Mono Black Helm has been the feature of the 04 bracket in tournaments for years. Ever since the advent of the two-card Monty of Helm of Obedience and Leyline of the Void. And that's not to disparage the pilots of these decks. But the tools to win in a metagame of Force of Will and Days decks in the last decade have been lacking to say the least. And that's even with the help of Dark Ritual and Chrome Mox to speed up your combo. Pressuring players on yet another axis. And the classic disruption suite of cards like Thoughtseize and Hymnotorak allowed for another level of flexibility that had to be respected. Then as the deck coalesced into the 3-4 tier slot of the metagame, good, but not worth devoting sideboard cards to or testing time, Wilds of Eldraine dropped this gem. Beseech the Mirror. One black black black. Sorcery. Bargain. Search your library for a card, exile it face down, then shuffle. If this spell was bargained, you may cast the exile spell without paying its mana cost. If that spell's mana value is 4 or less, put the exile card into your hand if it wasn't cast this way. This card was everything this deck needed to leverage both its rogue deck factor and whoops I win game plan into the stratosphere. Now it could shave slots needed for the combo and lean on the tutor to play these cards from the blind, and then add slots into the main deck to be able to bargain it. Vault of Whispers, Chrome Mox, Urza Saga, and its package would make for a pretty reliable outlet. Saga once again adding yet another dimension the opponent had to fight on. Ancient Tomb and Orborg solve some puzzles, as the deck does want to ramp into the mid game, but also still needs that 3 black to cast Beseech. You may look at Ancient Tomb as awkward in this regard, 
But remember, you do need the one colorless mana for Beseech, and you still need that extra one colorless to be able to activate your helm once it's in play. Mark my words, this is not the last time you're going to see Beseech the Mirror at the top tables, and this probably won't be the only deck that you see it in. It's been less than four days since this card has been legal, and it may change the face of Legacy forever. And you can quote me on that. Hey, don't forget to like this video, and uh, check out this video on the set review we did for Wilds of Aldrain. Thanks.